0: Welcome to the Path the Brain Cell podcast, the nerdiest, most weeaboo show in all of the webs. I am your host, Exotic Minivans.
1: I am a co host,
0: Lightfire53.
2: I am the thickest Cinnabon, EJ Soybean. I am terrible with goodbyes, Sai Onara.
0: Yes, I guess we should say it uh, from the top here. This will be our last regular episode for a while, uh, and then we're going to take a hiatus. But, of course, uh, before Discount Barbecue Weekend, we will be releasing our road trip special, so you guys have something. Uh, But then we will be taking a hiatus for a little while. Not sure how long a little while will be, but we might eventually come back. But it'll just be a nice 10 episodes for you to clamor onto for the next little while. So yeah, <clears throat> um, I was gonna say something, but then uh, Sayonara said uh, said that and totally threw me off. Uh, totally threw me off. Not that he did anything wrong. It's just <laughs> I I totally had something to start off with, and then uh, lost it. So we have got a response to last week's episode <clears> or <throat> well, last two weeks. The Weaboo episode. Um, and this is actually someone we'll be referencing later on because he has a topic for us. Um, this is from my brother, Andrew. Uh, he told me not to read the whole thing, but I'm going to read the whole thing because this will make Soybean very happy. Yes. All right. The subject is Weaboo. Dear exotic Dodge Grand Caravan and other nerds, I enjoyed listening to your latest episodes of Soybean's Weaboo Birthday Bash. Happy birthday to you, weeb. Speaking of <laughs> weebs, you may or may not know that Exotic Minivan's brother has come out to the, come out the closet as a weeb, even to his own parents. They were thinking it was something different when they heard the term coming out. But yeah, no longer a closet weeb that goes into hiding. He stated, anime just makes me happy. Pursue of happiness puts me in the right mindset to do what brings me joy in life. A lifelong friend of almost 14 years and his family got me to watch a little bit of it. Around June of 2022, that's where it hit me thinking that, wow, this is so enjoyable. Depending how much I can fit in this email, I'd like to share some of my favorite anime, some that have been mentioned in the podcast. Uh, So, I mean, you might have to help me with this. Comedy, Kanosuba? Is that how you say that? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I mean, really? There's nothing funnier than the main... Then the main character who would who would have the misfortune of having party members that he described them as good for nothing in his eyes at least. Fantasy. They are good for nothing. 100 <laughs> percent Oof. Fantasy. Fairy tale. Getting involved with a crazy guild is what brings all the hype. A hothead, literally that literally that shoots fire. An ice wizard that strips without even realizing it. A swordswoman mm-hmm. who is very skilled in combat, but doesn't stand a chance when it comes to her reading and writing skills. The list just goes on. Subscribe to Funimation just to watch the series. Then a year later, final season comes out. After that, that's the end of the subscription for a bit. Adventure. Sword Art Online. A co-worker recommended it to me, and after having it in my queue for well over a month, finally started watching. After an entire weekend, got through 45 episodes, just so fascinated by it. Apologies if I watch this. Kirito and Asuna being my favorite anime couple. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's
1: Kiriko not. and Asuna. Yes, yeah, Kirito and Asuna.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Favorite anime up to date? Uh, Re Zero? It says mm-hmm. it looks like Re Zero, but not the, okay. so not the Resident Evil game. So Re Zero, not the Resident Evil game.
3: Starting yeah. life
0: yeah starting life in a different world found this one by accident it start it started it listening to a random j-pop song which is also my number one song of 2022 played for the closing to the show 17 year old subaru natsuki was on his way home from a convenience store experiencing dizziness blinks once blinks twice Next thing he knows, was transported to a medieval world. Adjusting to his surroundings, he doesn't know where to begin, nor he questioned how he got there to begin with. He has a terrible ability to where he experiences the pain of death and resets to a certain point back in time. Dying over and over after failed attempts of making... Whoops. Dying over and over after failed attempts of trying to make the right judgment just destroys his mind. No spoilers. Really dark stuff, and another thing I want to mention, if there, if anyone takes the time to watch season one, Rem is the best girl. The last thing y'all left out for the, a category, that would be your favorite harems? Yes. Um,
3: <laughs>
0: yes! <laughs> There's the yes I was looking for. I get it. We're up there in maturity to not just binge watch fan service in our teenage years. So there you have it. My thoughts on my favorite anime. Keep doing what you're doing, and thanks for taking the time to read read this long, boring email. Sincerely, Six Sonic One. A Rizzy. A Rizzy is boss, Andrew. So thank you, thank Andrew. you Andrew. I appreciate. As we're that. gonna thanks, thank Andrew. you again for. We're gonna thank you again later on when we get to our topic. So, that's his favorite anime. <clears throat> so yeah. Um. Now, this week in gaming.
1: Let's uh, have something to tack on to that. I can imagine the shock that your parents had when y- your brother, in the middle of the good old American Bible Belt, was like, Hey, I'm coming out, and I don't know what's worse, if he's a weeaboo or if he is gay.
0: Sadunara, are we in the Bible Belt? I don't think we are. I think we're just north of the Bible Belt. No, I think you guys are in the Bible Belt. We're, like,
2: adjacent-ish.
3: So. We're
0: on the edge. They like, you drive not... two hours south, we're in the Bible Belt. Like, where you were, soybeans, <laughs> that's the Bible Belt. Oh, yeah, they definitely
3: had this one thing called Fudge Factory, and I'm going to go off a ranger, tangent here. So there was this thing called Uranus Fudge Factory that used to be a strip club, and they had the world's smallest stripper. She was basically a midget. Um, but because the locals, like, you know, they're <laughs> really into the Bible, uh, they, they petitioned to close it down. And it was funny because there used to be a sign down the road that comes says, Come fill your anus,
1: and it was the strip club. It was amazing.
0: <laughs> amazing. I'll <laughs> say, for, from
1: my point of view, anything south of the uh, the Canadian border is the Bible Belt. The Bible Belt. Oh, okay, of course. Because you let it decide all your laws.
3: Well, the Bible Belt is uh, getting a little tight, and she might get bursting. So I can't wait to see that.
0: You know what? Since you know what. I, I'm going to throw, I'm going to just throw all the regular shit we do on this podcast out the window because I have a question and it's not going to get answered any other times or our long hiatus. Does any piece of media do romance correctly?
2: (laughs) Uh, Rom-coms.
0: Freeback. Lifefire and I were just talking about this or, you know, in books, but just media in general.
2: I don't think so. Fleabag on Amazon Prime. The main character falls in love with a priest.
3: Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. She's, that, that was so funny. She's like, you want a show incredible. Wanna...
2: Hey, no, 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 don't, don't, don't spoil nothing. Don't spoil nothing. I want them both to watch this series. I've recommended it to Lightfire like a million times.
1: Watch it. Really there's, there's a series that
2: I've heard uh, more recently in other forms of podcasting I
1: listened to, uh, Milf Manor. And it would definitely be a soy watch because it is, as you suspect, it is a knows. Playboy mansion full of milfs and their sons.
0: <laughs> oh, you've—I
1: think you've mentioned this before. I don't think I have because I only really on looked into podcast? it like this today. Yeah. Oh, okay. I no, thought, looked I thought into someone it today. mentioned it before. Uh, it, it's been featured on other podcasts that you and I both listen to.
2: Mm.
3: That would be a dream come true. Imagine like getting down a dirt dirt road, car breaks down, and it's just a a big woman comes out and you'd be like, "Need help, little man?" And then she just picks me up and like just brings me to the castle of Mills.
1: <laughs> but it's definitely a soybean watch. It is Swabing's variation of a romance. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the Folgers. It's the Folgers coffee commercial. So, um, yeah. oh my god, right?
0: Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't know anything about that until they showed me, and they're like, just watch it, and just, we need to hear your reaction. And they got exactly the reaction they wanted. Um, So, because here's my biggest pet peeve in in all of media, the most bullshit romance. (laughs) Spoiler alert for how old's that book? Has to be over 10 years old, right?
2: Catcher in the Rye? Uh, I would look
0: it up but my phone is out in the living room. Angels and Demons by Dan Brown, or the movie Angels and Demons with Sir and Tom Hanks, which that I know is at least 10 years old. So main character Robert Langdon gets gets uh, asked to go to Italy, right? It's Italy. Uh, basically to help save the world because everyone's going to die it's, so they can still read the book and not. Okay, so the daughter of this dude that just got horribly murdered... Her father just died, right? Okay? Robert Langdon and this daughter team up to save the world or whatever. They save the world in a matter of 12 hours, and at the end of the book, they bone down. Her father just died. Why are they boning down? You don't know this person. Ugh. It just makes me so angry. Fucking Robert Langdon.
3: You, now, let me be the therapist in this group. Okay. Are you angry because they
0: boned? Yes. Okay. Thank
3: you.
0: Her father just died, Mm -hmm. and she's known this man for twelve hours, and her boning down.
3: I could tell you going to the gym one time. um, I was working out. I saw a girl. She saw me. I said hello. She said hello back. Next thing you know, after the gym, boned down. Just, and I was just Jim. No one died or anything, and I'd probably known her maybe for like three hours. What does that have to so do you, with anything? Uh, I, have nothing, a... I have
0: nothing to say to this. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the adrenaline starts pumping. Love, love to be found I mean? in every spot. <laughs> I'm not even talking oh, by about. By the way,
1: Angels and Demons. I can't wait for
3: this weekend gaming. This is going to be amazing. I can't wait. Let's start it. This, this weekend week gaming. gaming
1: we were <laughs> sleeping with women all across Greece.
0: Um I was just curious because we got into not a heated debate, but I was just calling out Robert yeah, Langdon's bullshit. You, you were heated and I was like, Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it wasn't an argument, but Robert Langdon's <laughs> bullshit. You're like, he does that every book. I'm like, he does that every book? <laughs> it yeah, was so like James Bond and as you pointed out, like Alex Cross or whoever. Hey, hey! This last one—I'm on the fourth book. Alex Cross didn't bone someone in the third book, but he did bone someone in the fourth book. So he's three for four. Like, so he's already Indiana Jones. does the same thing. <laughs> They're all terrible people. Alex Cross gets a pass now because there's one book—one book—he didn't bone down. Good. Any of those serialized
1: male protagonists always has a brand new hot lady to the bone by the end of the. Into the book or movie or media that they're in.
0: So this week in gaming, uh, not a lot of gaming. Uh, Forza Horizon Five, of course. And then I got two. I got two good RE4 VR sessions. Um, I am officially past the point that I got stuck on on my professional playthrough on the original game. So round of applause. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Um, my case is so full I can't pick anything up. I keep running past people. It's incredible. There's it's actually amazing how far you can get by not shooting anyone. Like, it's pretty shocking, unless you have Ashley with you, in which case you're fucked. Then you have to kill everyone, but sometimes not. um, Let's put her in
1: a suit of armor. I
0: I will once I beat this. I'll unlock the suit of armor, and I can just do that. I had one, um, this is the only tangent I'll get into. I had one, this is the last, like, bad Ashley AI experience I've had. Where you fall down the garbage chute, and uh, you get uh, Soybean's favorite lie in the game. And uh, right behind you is an Iron Maiden, which is a regenerator that has long spikes. And the first one, you can like close a gate, essentially, so it can't get through. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to do that, so I don't have to waste ammo. But Ashley would not come through the gate, and I like looked, and I'm like, I think she's through the gate, and I closed it, and she ended up on the other side of the gate with the fucking Iron Maiden, I went, well, shit. So I opened the gate, started sniping it to get the uh, parasites off, because um, you have to shoot off four parasites in the front, and then there's one on their back, and to shoot the one on the back, you have to shoot their legs so that they fall over, and then shoot on their back well, so she's cowering in fear right in front of this guy, and I'm like, I get the first four, and I'm like, okay, so I knock it over by shooting its leg, and immediately it just extends all of its spikes as soon as it falls down and kills her in one quick swoop, and I was like, well, alright. Thanks, Ashley. Fucking damn it. But, uh, besides that, I bought a rocket launcher for a boss that not want to deal with, and I blew it up, and then the next one I used, like, ten pistol shots and 15 sniper shots and then the last one i fought i used like five grenades and a bunch of machine gun ammo and my case is still basically full it's amazing so about an hour away from beating the game and I'm just gonna blow up the last boss with a rocket launcher and it's gonna be great very excited
1: and then you go to new game plus 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 i might <laughs> Uh, So for me it's been still the relatively similar stuff. I've spent a lot more time in Assassin's Creed Odyssey this week. Um, I completed its main story. I am... Finishing up the last segment of the first DLC, Legacy of the First Blade, on Friday, Soybean and well, Cy and myself, uh, we all did a big gaming session of Destiny Two. Uh, we, Sai uh, and I, also suffered through the pain of Grandmaster Proving Grounds, and we did complete it. Uh, so Woo-hoo! don't have to worry about doing Woo-hoo! that again. Redemption arc. It um, wasn't that bad. <laughs>
0: It wasn't bad once you had I, figured
1: out. I, once you figured Lightfire out, sponsor, was very
0: angry. He was telling me about it. He was very angry with you. Really? I, I don't think I told you about that. I don't yeah. think I told you about that at all. I thought so. I, think I said was, I was I,
1: disappointed.
0: Just disappointed? Oh well, I just thought he was very. <laughs> I thought you were It sounds like my
3: dad it never <laughs> was,
2: was it because I took a while to get on or.
0: Uh, uh, no, I think oh, it was just your choice of loadout. Yeah, I think that was it. Well, sorry. I, from what you were telling well, was, me, and the I way you were telling me... Starfire,
2: or, oh, you're talking about the first night, right? It was the first night, yes.
0: <laughs> Not the second one. Okay, well, <laughs> well, then,
2: well then, yeah. <laughs> it's because I was trying to force the osteo-suspend build, which still realistically could have worked, but two of the three of us were running darkness subclasses and
1: it, it, it felt forced for a, so, <laughs> you're trying to put a, a square object in a round hole and it did not go pleasantly
2: yeah well to be fair i also need a better armor build for that set because my resilience being 6 is a problem when 8 is the, when 8 is the new 10 which means 6 is like i don't know four S- something bad and even then i wasn't the one eating all our reses on the first night but if you let me finish what I was initially <laughs> gonna say before you, before we jumped all over
1: the place there, uh, the second I day know. went much better because you had looked into spots that were better to actually stand at and do, uh, do the uh, like the garage and such. Whereas before we were just kind of standing up at the front of the room and getting just, dest- well, <laughs> two of us were getting destroyed. I was doing okay where I was, but
0: see, of course, light fire carries everyone in every game.
2: Yeah, he also got the god roll that he wanted for Hung Jerry on the first try, so I must continue to suffer through it tonight. Though, so <laughs> I might just do glad... Like, I'll gladly do Proving Grounds again, because, like, it really isn't anywhere near as bad as it was a few years ago. When I tell you the LFGs and I that cleared it literally fucking sobbed when we beat him. I mean it. it we did. It, it. was. It was a nightmare, but um, I might do Glassway because Glassway is like the easiest one to do the darkness subclass on because everybody does stasis in that because the wyverns suck. Yeah,
1: I was thinking that I have to get my warlock up so I can do stasis for that because I don't think I want to do strand or stasis on the other two classes.
2: Yeah, but stasis warlock knows. would be definitely the
1: safest. But uh, yeah, so there was that Um, Forza on not well, no, no Forza on Thursday. We did Forza on Saturday. No, it wasn't Sunday. It would be Saturday because yesterday I was busy all day. Yeah, that was uh, that
0: was fun.
1: We we keep we have not finished the rally DLC yet.
0: Well, RE4 VR. I'm sorry. I just I, I, it, the rally DLC is not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Well, actually, I am a movie next week, but like, you know what I mean. I just I'm pumped. I was doing really good in R4 VR, and I was like, no, nah, I just want well, I, I want to do that. How dare yep. I? Yep. Same for you. I How dare, dare you. you play what you want to play? Yeah. Well, we haven't have have Battle Block. We have a no so Portal. <laughs> I actually did play uh, a bit of single-player Portal 2 the other day, and I was like, damn, we should play that again. It's very fun. <laughs> now that we're getting to the really hard puzzles, you're not carrying me anymore. We carry each other. It's very we work sweet. We as a team. We do work as a team. <clears throat> it, it feels nice because Lightfire dominates in literally every game. I'm not saying that in a mean way. I'm saying that because you're fucking awesome and you're just good at everything. But when we both get you to a do- room and he's like, "We should do it like this," and then we like both look and he's like, "Oh, we both have to sit there and think about it as a team." It's amazing. You also dominate me in Forza, though. Yeah, but you dominate me in Destiny and
1: um, Portal and Game- games that we've stopped playing. I've noticed.
0: Not because I. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> because dominate. <Ooh>, not because <laughs> <more. laughs> I'm tired of playing them. I'm, I can see the I tire marks, dude. It's just it's something something about myself that I've chosen not to fight anymore because there's. But like we all have our own perpetual games. Destiny is your perpetual game, and like Rock Band and Forza are my perpetual games, and that's fine. Everyone has their own perpetual games. I was about to say that like, I'm not the kind of person that just sits on the game forever, but. Shit! I played Rock Band four when I got the band kit for literally four years straight. So I mean, who am I kidding?
1: Resident Evil four VR.
0: Oh, it's so good! It, <laughs> you know what? Resident Evil four VR. I'm not even kidding. Might be my favorite headset. game. No, but it might be my favorite game of all time because, like, because already so you already got RD four, which is amazing, but it just makes RD four better. <laughs> it's so good Ugh. I'm sorry did they no, also
1: you? do a Resident Evil uh, 7 and Village on VR as well or
0: they sure did but it's not re 4 maybe way scarier Lady D could maybe even step on you in VR oh, Well, Oh she doesn't yeah. step on you in the original version
3: no
1: but, but she chose you, touch you. Her in VR <laughs> Or do your hands disappear just like on Ashley? But anyway, so my week in gaming has been the same old, same old. <laughs> yep.
3: I didn't get to play games this week. I got stuck watching a show called Love is Blind and it was the worst 14 hours of my entire life and now I have this whole index of people that don't exist in my life in my head. So, you know, if you're one of my fellow brothers who have to be forced to watch a show about people, I guess, you understand my frustration and pain. But yes.
1: Also oh, you gave uh, us on,
3: on Friday. I know, but that was yeah. like dwarfed over the fact that I had to watch Love is Blind. Like Everything was going great until I had to watch a show called Love is Blind. If I didn't have to watch that show, This Week in Gaming would have been amazing. It would have been great. I, I played Raids so with my friends, which is usually a miss because, you know, they get on at different hours than me. But You know, we got two raids out of the way. But then the rest of it was like a gloss over. I was trying to play No Man's Sky. Nope, fell asleep. To what? Love is Blind. Then I was trying to play Pokemon. (laughs) Not the Skyrim Nope, Couldn't do it because Love is Blind. And then Sunday, where you think it would be like the chillest day that you have because it's the God Day, right? No. Love is Blind has a freaking live stream that crashed Netflix. And the sadness that I had to adore next to. Yeah, no, nah, This Week in Gaming was not a This Week in Gaming. It was a day in gaming and then Love is Blind. <laughs> this weekend, Love is Blind. This Week in Love is Blind. I don't understand why they don't go call the show Is Love Blind? Because Love is Blind says that love is blind, which is not true because if you have eyes, you can see that it's not. So the question of the show should be, is love blind? But it's not that way because it's answering a question at the end of the at the end of the at the end of the season. Is love blind? Is it? These people are showing that it is, but that's not the name of the show. It's called Love Is Born. I don't get all philosophical here. I don't know. I just like the sense of structure, like the wordage of the show doesn't make any sense for what the
0: show actually represents, and I think that's what gets me. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I know that love isn't blind because. I saw a lady at the gym, and three hours later, we were boning down. Hey, that <laughs> was. I definitely did that with my eyes. That was. The, there was also something else you had to do without your eyes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and also, on Friday, he got no eyes.
3: Oh, how dare you! Damn. That's <laughs> <tough>. <laughs> I didn't get none of the exotics. Let's just put it like I didn't get none of the exotics. None.
0: I never no. got vexed, so
3: I mean, I mean, it happens. I want to get what is it called? Oh my god!
1: What is that additional one called?
3: Finality. No, the one that takes your, the uh, one that takes your life. Malice, touch of malice,
1: touch of malice. Yes.
3: Yeah, I want to get that one. I don't know why. I think I'm, a, I'm a, am a, a masochist. given the pain. My life points for damage. I Tommy mean, damage Tommy's matchbook does similar. Yeah, but Tommy's matchbook is more geared for like Titans, though. You know what I mean? I don't
1: think it has any Titan synergy, but I
3: mean, I don't think it really like, has any synergy. No, I mean, what's that one gun, too? Uh, sweet Business? That's literally like if you put that on a Titan, that's mowing people down. You, you, can't, you can't put that on like a hunter or yeah. anybody. Like I tried one day when we were playing Trials with my friends, it was like, oh man, this one dude's doing sweet business, mowing us down, Titan. And one of my friends was like, Don't you have it with the catalyst? And I was like, Yeah, I got it. And then I couldn't. Like the moment I stepped foot, like just start I even start turning it behind a corner. But I won't I won't go on.
2: Yeah, this week in gaming. Uh let's see, I played Destiny 2. Woo. I got Guardian Rank 9 alongside Lightfire. We did Proving Grounds on Master Difficulty and hit the score threshold. Oh, and I also had to like chase pinnacles for a while on my own time and i pretty much did every single pinnacle that the game has to offer on a single character with the exception of doing two solo dungeons i only did one solo dungeon though i didn't finish it i made it to the first boss and i started working on the first boss but my damage was shit and i also which now I realize that my damage wasn't too bad, it's just I'm really bad at shooting the eyeballs, and that uh, takes a really, really long time to, like, kind of master, and I didn't have the time for it, and it didn't matter because I got the last pinnacle I needed during the raid Airborne anyways. effectiveness? Yeah. No, it's... I mean, it 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 is a skill issue, yes, but it, the skill issue isn't with anything to do with airborne effectiveness. I just couldn't figure out the pattern for getting the eyes down super fast, which I've watched some videos on it. I think I'm going to attempt a solo Spire of the Watcher thing soon-ish. Especially because I found out that uh, the little hunter trick for the final boss also works on any class with storm grenades. You just have to time it a little differently than you would with the hunter super... And I also think I'm going to practice shooting those eyeballs more. Because it wasn't doing bad damage. It just takes, like, literally most people 20 to 25 minutes to beat that boss solo because it just has so much health. Which, in hindsight, whenever I was doing Grasp of Avarice solo and then solo Flawless, um, I want to say that the boss both... Well, the first boss probably took, like... 20 minutes on my first successful clear for a run before I was able to shave it down to, like, 5 or 10, and then Avarok probably still took me, like, 25 minutes at a time. Though I could probably shave that down pretty significantly now, too, on account of power creep and just being better at the game than I was when I attempted and succeeded in that. Um... I, like many others, watched the final trailer for Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I still have barely scratched the surface on um, Breath of the Wild, so I'm going to try to play through that. I I am interested in playing Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I am also, like many others on the internet, thirsting after Ganondorf uh, because everybody was simping over Ganondorf on my Twitter timeline, and I was like, you know what? Sure. (laughs) Let's have fun with this. So that was a thing that happened. Yeah, I haven't seen that trailer yet. It's a nice trailer. Uh, Matthew Mercer is the voice of Ganondorf, which is another reason everybody's simping over Ganondorf, as if being conventionally attractive big green and uh not Shrek.
0: Attractive and big green. Didn't think those, I'd ever hear those in the same sentence, but conventionally attractive, big and green. You know, the Shrek community, yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and then I said not not Shrek.
0: And uh, that's well, not saying yeah.
2: that Shrek isn't conventionally attractive because people are weirdly I'm not even gonna get into that whole fucking <laughs> wrecking ball. That's a whole podcast episode we could do another time. What else?
0: Those those movies Uh, are bad
2: though. Ooh, I got back into Hades, um, for a night, at some point in the past week. Nice. Yeah, and got my ass. I made it to the final boss like two or three times and died at the final boss two or three times. One of which I was literally one hit away from beating him. Um, and the last two times I played before playing the other night. I also made it to the boss and lost to him. I don't know why the sudden jump in difficulty or like if my builds just aren't quite there, but yeah, I'm on a I'm on a losing streak with old Daddio right now, so I need to uh need to rectify that, but more into Destiny at the moment and then obviously going to touch back on uh Breath of the Wild. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush and maybe finish
0: you need a beat, uh, cuphead.
2: Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order in the coming cuphead. weeks. I've got two bosses left on expert mode, and then, you know, the entire DLC that I haven't even touched because I does it, just haven't gotten around to.
0: Does it count as a victory against the devil if you just say yes, you'll work for him? Does that count? No. Yeah. There is an achievement, actually. um I didn't know if that was technically for, like you'd get the achievement for like you beat them on expert because you just said, "Yeah, I'll work for you." I didn't know if that was a thing.
2: Oh no, there is a there um there isn't there is an achievement though where you say yes and it's just it counts as an ending. Yeah. Oh, nice. It it's it's the bad ending. It's the bad ending where you're like, "Yep." Um, you can literally save the point. Like you can literally save the point right before going in there. Do that ending and then just reload your save. You don't have to like make a second save or anything. Yeah. Cause they knew people would be curious and not want to start their entire <laughs> save mm-hmm. over just to...
0: Yeah, there was there's this weird uh thing that could happen. Um I think Soybeans you're a fan of the series, uh, Far Cry? I think it was in Far yep. Cry four. Like in the yep. beginning. And there's no achievement for this. It's just something you do. Um where like the guy that is like the dictator whatever i didn't play much of it but he like leaves you in the room and he's like hey i'll be back in five minutes and he leaves and you're supposed to like go off on your far cry adventure if you actually sit there for like five minutes he'll come back and the game just ends (laughs) it's pretty funny Like it's not like <laughs> it's not like comedy or whatever, but he's just like, oh, okay, hey, you're, uh, uh, it's nice to see you. It's good, you're glad, I'm glad you stayed. Uh, do you want to dump the ashes? And you're like, yeah. And you go dump the ashes. He's like, uh, welcome, man. And then like that's it. <laughs> it's like that's yeah. the game. <laughs> There's no achievement for it or anything. It's just it's very, I think Radbury showed it to me. and He's like, dude, I can be Far Cry Four in like ten minutes. I'm like, no, you can't. Well, yes, you can. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't have a Netflix kid show of the week. I didn't think to do it. Uh, I do have
1: a gaming movie of the week.
0: Ooh, I was going to recommend them on YouTube because I've been watching these. Uh, if you're into Spongebob, there are three reanimated things you could watch where, uh, where smaller animators reanimated bits of Spongebob. Uh, there's a remake or reanimated episode. Like every few seconds or every shot, they like change animators and styles. There's one for the first episode of SpongeBob, Help Wanted. There's one for Band Geeks. And then there's one where it's the entirety of the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Um, every shot is a different animator. They got new voice actors, um, new music. Mm. Like they redid the music and everything. It's the same music, but it's all covers. Um it it they basically just redid the entirety of the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. And it's pretty good. Um some of the voices are a little weird, but and of course the animation changes constantly, but like it's really it's really good. So if you're into Spongebob, um I definitely recommend those. Just look up Spongebob SquarePants reanimated and you'll find them.
2: I have uh some gaming break my Fire's got this. a
0: gaming movie! I just wanted to mention that fuck.
2: Sorry.
1: Sorry. So, on Tuesday, I went and I saw the Dungeons & Dragons movie. I don't know if anyone uh, else has taken the time to watch that movie yet. Not yet. You're,
0: you're the only nerd cause... here that plays D&D, so you know. Nah, that's
3: alright. I would have play D&D. You can't
2: find a yeah, group. I would... Yeah, I've played in the past. I just don't have a group at the moment.
0: How was it? Was it good?
1: I enjoyed it. Uh, it. It definitely knows what it's catering to, um, and it definitely plays off of some of D&D's tropes, um, but it's definitely one of those it, – it's fun. It's not a deep movie, but it was a very fun movie to watch, and uh, yeah, I'd recommend. Uh, the other movie I wanted to see, haven't had the time yet, uh, was Super Mario, though. I've heard that That one uh, I like that one.
0: I seen if you yet, go in yeah. expecting
1: a Mario movie that, like, uh, again, not a super deep film, but like a film made for well children, uh, then yes,
2: it's uh, quite enjoyable, and I've heard good things from it. Yeah, thank you. I've heard good things, too, specifically uh, Jack Black's song. The peaches, Peaches, Peaches. Yeah, oh I,
0: yeah. I haven't even heard it yet. I just heard that it was a thing, and I have avoided it because I don't want to hear it. I just want to know. I just, I'll figure it out when I see it. I'm very excited.
2: I have some gaming breaking news. So, uh, Destiny Community stuff. On Friday, Bungie started a firestorm on Twitter um, because they started a thread where they talked about how the community means a lot to them, etc., etc., but... That they might rescind um, some of the things that they've done for our community, like community summits where they show off some playtest stuff, some uh, seasonal content that's coming up, some like like they 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 tell some streamers essentially like uh, buffs and nerfs that are going to be coming in the future, and per- give these creators an opportunity to provide feedback. And Bungie basically tweeted out that they. Uh, had found somebody that had been leaking information um, and it was very like hurtful and that they might not have as many opportunities for the community in the future, just as a result of this um, over the weekend, the person that is being accused of all of this stepped forward, said it wasn't him, this and that, and really like kind of turned the community back the other way um, a- Because whenever that initial tweet came out, everybody's like, oh, yeah, fuck whoever was leaking all of that. Like, that's terrible. Um, Breaking NDAs is a bad thing, which, yes, yes, that is. Um, But this person basically defended themselves over the past week or the weekend and really turned um, the community around and aimed the gun back at Bungie. And about... Five minutes ago, the official Bungie account tweeted, our security and legal teams have reviewed irrefutable evidence, including video recordings, verified messages, and images, demonstrating a pattern over time that confirmed the same individual shared confidential information from community summits spanning multiple years. We are very disappointed to have learned this information and wish these things had gone differently with this person. We do not take these actions lightly, and we are confident in our decision. This is our final communication on the matter. So, apparently this wasn't just one instance, but has been going on for multiple years that this person has been doing that. Um, And yeah, that's going to be a big deal and probably start another firestorm on Twitter. And just in the resounding other areas that the destiny community resides, um I do know the name of the person that was accused, but I wasn't gonna say it on air because I don't want to like start a witch hunt or anything, but I'm interested to see the um ramification of this moving forward. But in the discord chat because I want to know And uh yeah, we'll if we say it on out. air
0: then uh then uh, my brother might go you know scream about them on facebook <clears throat> wouldn't want that that'd be very bad
1: uh, i i figured the the legal team had to have a solid position before they took action like that i'll be honest so the person being like hey it wasn't me versus the company that's like hey by the
2: way um yeah when a when a legal team has evidence that that's really i mean you can't <laughs> I usually withhold my opinions on things like this um, until Bungie has their "quote unquote" final communication on the matter, because this is the pattern that happens nearly every time, um, where they implement a ban or something like that, and then the person is like, "Hey, you no, know, here's what I was doing. I wasn't actually doing this," and then they're like, "Hey, we looked into it. Here's like all of the receipts that are showing us you did the exact thing that we're accusing you of." We're not talking about this anymore. Um, so I, I, I kind of assumed as well that that was going to be the case, but I didn't know that it spanned multiple years. I'm now wondering if like, um, people for a long time have thought there was somebody inside Bungie that's been leaking stuff, because like the entire plot of Witch Queen was leaked before Witch Queen was even announced. Uh, well, not before it was announced. Um, before the reveal trailer dropped um, in 2021. And the same thing happened to Lightfall. So all of the story beats for Lightfall and um, Witch Queen were leaked in advance. And then most recently, there was like literally screenshots of the most recent community summit that Bungie did, where this person basically leaked the entire season that is coming in a few, um, like, four, six, eight weeks, however long it is. Um, Like, nearly all of it, except for maybe, like, story beats. But people know what the dungeon is, know what the dungeon weapons and armor look like, from what I understand, Um, What vaguely what's going to take place during the season, but not, like, major story beats and this and that. So, like... I like my my thing is I, gu- I guess I'm just really shocked that it spanned multiple years like this is a, a big deal like a bigger deal than anybody had initially imagined because if it's like like a one-time thing that's obviously you know still a pretty big betrayal of trust but if they were going about it for years that's like unprecedented basically
0: well, and the
1: other thing was when they did their initial statement, they said um, that they were not going to pursue legal action. Uh, I don't know if this second tweet has been a follow up of the past couple days and that they may review that decision.
2: Yeah, no. It's, it's with, you know, with like the way he was, the person was like tweeting wasn't necessarily trying to attack Bungie, but with the damage that. Um, he went about defending himself and saying whatever that he did nothing wrong Um, and trying to sympathize for a cause definitely could have to some damaged Bungie's reputation, so I wouldn't be surprised if they now pursue legal action as a result of this. And they have incredible lawyers. Like, stupid good lawyers well and again they wouldn't
1: pursue something if they didn't have the legal evidence to pursue it because the other point was flipped around was that he if it is the case that they are fabricating for whatever reason um, then he could go after them for defamation but again Bungie is not exactly the type of uh, company
2: to just throw around accusations willy nilly. Yeah, no, they've dealt with this before with their own, even like with Marty O'Donnell and exactly yeah. like that. Their 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 legal team really knows how to play ball. It's so if if they're actually getting their legal team involved then uh that that person's probably fucked <laughs> quite frankly. But Anyways, that's the gaming-breaking news. Um, apologize for derailing stuff a bit. But it was something that I've been following and been finding near unavoidable on Destiny's channels anywhere right now. Um, and we all, at some point in time, played a Destiny. So figured it was interesting stuff to talk about.
0: So, we have a topic suggested by, aforementioned, my brother, Andrew. Uh, Sorry it took so long, but we just had stuff planned already. So, he sent us on March 23rd. (laughs) So, almost a month ago, as of the time of recording this. Hello, nerds! I'm a fellow subscriber to your podcast. As I'm writing to you, I'm currently listening to your latest episode the all-American cartoon crapshoot, that's how long ago this was, and all I have to say is keep up the great work. I'm making a request to cover this topic of memorable video game stores from childhood to now. Maybe some of you remember, such as GameCo, Guerrilla Games, and the best one, GameCycle. Would like to hear about Lightfire's iconic game stores up in Canada. Also would be interested in your opinions on GameStop and an honorable mention, the controversial DK Oldies. There's someone I know that ordered his PlayStation 2 games from DK Oldies. By the time the order arrived, he only received the first half of his order and was missing the other half. Fortunately, he received a refund and was able to send and was able to send him the other half of his order. Now that's out of the way, listening to your opinions of your favorites of your favorite stores or even interesting encounters in certain stores that you can remember. Hope that you take the time to read through this and also possibly drop a merch line soon. Hey, we're not two beers in a barn. We're the Passive Brain Cell podcast. We don't make money. Looking forward to when you release an episode on this topic. Sincerely, 6Sonic1, A-Rizzi, a boss, Andrew. So, game stores. <clears throat> of course, uh, whenever you buy a video game, it comes from a store. Or at least it used to. So, uh, I actually do want to ask Lightfire first, because, um, yeah, Canada. We don't live in Canada, and you do. So what's buying a video game in a store like in Kanata? Uh,
1: so we used to have... Uh,
0: so we have
1: GameStop, except it's just branded as EB Games, but it's the exact same store otherwise, including their very, very poor return practices. EB Games, as in the letters E, B, and then Games.
0: Huh,
1: yeah. Um. Yeah, just the Canadian branding for it. Um, but... So that was the air quotes big game store uh, that I was aware of. Anyway, Um, I didn't do a whole lot with EB Games because growing up, I had the GameCube with like a total of five games. I had a Wii, um, which had like a total of four games. And it wasn't until like I was buying games on my own um, for like my uh, Nintendo 3DS and such that I actually started getting or buying games from like EB Games. Um, but you could also always buy them from like Best Buy up here. Um, we used to have a company called Future Shop, but then Best Buy bought them out. Um, yeah. Uh, Google. Uh, just another tech store. Uh, the source, cool. uh, we used to have Radio Shack, but they yep. all got turned into the source. Um, but. Uh, not a not a whole lot of gaming store experience for me, because again, I started buying games rather later into my lifespan, like at 17, 18. Uh, mm-hmm. And nowadays, I don't even buy physical copies of games. I buy them digitally, and I uh, uh-huh. keep them uh-huh. all on like hard drives now. As you should um, have. Yeah. The, the only real experience I have with a game store um, and things going south was when uh, my brother uh, was ending up uh, wanting to trade in our Nintendo GameCube because we got the Wii. And uh, they offered us, uh, for both the entire GameCube, two controllers, and then, like, uh, a couple of the games that we didn't play. We ended up getting, like, a $16 credit. And I wasn't aware that he had gone and done that.
0: Oh, no. Yep.
1: I, I wasn't wasn't very happy, but he went with my mom and... <laughs> So, there was nothing I could really do about it, but
0: $16. Yeah, that sounds great. Let's do it. Sounds like a great deal. In his defense, he, in
1: his defense he was like 11 or 12 or something. But
0: yeah. Well, 11 or 12 year old lightfire brother, you're an idiot. Just <laughs> sure. not you Dude. now. Came but when you're 11 or 12, you were an idiot. But we all my work. brother's done
1: most post-secondary education out of all of us, except maybe soybean.
0: <laughs> I know that's why I'm saying not current. But Eleven or twelve year old you, you were dumb.
1: He's becoming an electrician, Ooh, but that's that's
0: my game game
1: store history. Yeah.
0: Um. Uh, as my brother mentioned, we had mainly GameStop here. We had Gameco. That was another one. I think that was a U.S. Just a big U.S game chain, right? Did you have GameCo Soybean? I no, no. I don't even know what no. a GameCo is. Uh, okay, well we had a couple. We had two GameCos here. And then they closed. Uh, eventually we had a Gorilla Games that opened and closed. I think Gorilla Games was one of the first places I ever saw like old video game stuff. So like the first time I ever saw an Atari, I, it just blew my mind. And I was like, oh shit, that's a real Atari. And then uh, eventually Game Cycle, which was this actually pretty big retro game store uh in the midwest they opened they expanded multi-state like they they actually got pretty big and then eventually started closing down locations and ultimately they are gone now which really sucks because you know i bought a bunch of consoles from there and games and it was uh it was awesome i bought my current ps2 from there i bought my gamecube from there bought my wii from there i bought my 2ds from there which i sold recently um uh, i think there's another one but i don't remember and i got a bunch of games from there oh my gamecube my fourth gamecube buy it from there. <coughs> and then i think that's it i thought about buying a 360 but i never did it um Let's see. Game store stories. Um. I mean, I guess more just the feel when you walk into a GameStop and they're trying to shove every, like, they're trying to upsell you super hard. Like, the last time I went to a GameStop was a really intolerable experience. Like, I don't remember what, I think I went in there just looking for the controller I use now, which is the Forza Horizon 5 controller. I wasn't going to buy it because I knew it would piss my wife off because I knew she was going to get it for me for Christmas even though she said it was gay. Um, but I was just curious if they had it. And I walked in and of course the worst thing you can do at a GameStop is walk in and not buy anything. Because um, I walked in I looked and like, what are you looking at today? I was like, yeah, I am just looking at the controllers. Like, anyone you're looking at in particular? I was like, yeah, I was looking at the Forza Horizon 5 one you got in the stock. It's like... You wanna you wanna go ahead and buy it? I'm like, well, my wife might be getting it for me for Christmas. I just wanted to see if you guys had it, cause maybe she'll get it from here. And like, oh, yeah, you, know, you could get it now. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, Christmas is a thing. I don't want to do that. Uh, do you want to go ahead and pre-order a game while you're here? No, I'm good. You want to subscribe to Game Informer? No, I'm good. You want to sign up for the Power Card? No, I'm good. <laughs> it was uh.
1: Pretty intolerable. The other thing that I had them do uh, more recently at the GameStop as well, because uh, again, it was I wasn't going in purchasing something. Um, yeah? Pokemon used to do. I, EB Games were turned into GameStop oh, yeah, uh, a couple years ago. Oh,
0: God damn it!
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> again, same company. They just changed the name again because you know <laughs> why not? Um, but I went into the uh, into the GameStop and Pokemon was doing. Um, at the time, still most of their uh, promotional stuff through uh, game stores like that. And I recall that there was the one promotion of where you had to scan um, a QR code that they give you and you got like a shiny Zacian or Zamazenta, depending on which version of Pokemon you got. And I recalled getting the email and it even like said no purchase necessary on the one from the Pokemon Company. And so, and I'm like, hey, I, you know, want to get a, one of those cards there. They're like, oh, you have to buy something. I was like, no, you don't. I'm like yeah, you do. I was like, well, it says right here on the official Pokemon Company uh, email that you don't. No have No purchase to. necessary. Like, so? And they're like, well, we're not the Pokemon Company. I was like, okay, can you po- show me that poster then? Because they had a poster behind there. And so they bring out the poster, and I look at the bottom. I'm like, oh, it also says no purchase necessary here. They're like, well, I'm not going to give you something or give you the code then. <laughs> and I was like, that's nice. I'm not coming back then. <laughs> and I went uh, to a different location where they gave me the code for free.
0: <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>
1: But yeah, it was the the purchase necessary. No, no, no. You have to buy
2: something. Mm, No, I don't think I have
1: to. (laughs) I have woman
3: power. So I send one of the ladies in my office who usually has her bazonkers out. And I was just like, hey, the dude in the GameStop doesn't want to give me the the card. So she was just like, we'll go on lunch. So she goes on lunch. She comes out with three of them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's I was dying. She was like, he gave me three. And I was like, exactly. And that's the reason why I employed your titties. Because I knew the moment. <laughs> you you over her shirt, <laughs> the, the moment I knew. And I it was for the eternity.
2: Sometimes
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was for the it was for the shiny eternity that came out. And I was just like Oh man, I need to get it so I can get all the legendaries shiny. And I was just like, I went in and dude was like, hey, no, you need to mind you, the same GameStop. He's like, you need to buy something. And I'm just like, what?
2: I, all right, I'm out. I think you need to see some shiny grass.
3: And I can't touch it and
2: extensively.
3: Like,
1: He's <laughs> using all the resources available to him, including those of the breasts.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not saying about it. If it works, it works, right? Yeah. That's awesome. You know, I, I tried pulling some, not like that, but I walked, it was like my 16th birthday. I walked into a GameStop and I tried buying Left 4 Dead 2 and you have to be 17. And I was like, oh shit. And so I tried getting actually Andrew to go in and buy it for me. And they're like, you can't do that because we know we're buying it for you. And I'm like, oh fuck. And so I ended up having to leave and like go to like Walmart to get a uh, Did you just show a your gift card. Um... No, but I but I went to GameStop, not GameStop. I went to Walmart to get a gift card, and then I ended up buying Left 4 Dead 2 digitally. And a few months later, was it a few months later? I don't remember. Um, I uh, GTA 5 came out, and I was like, I learned, and I gave Andrew sixty bucks, and I said, "Go buy GTA 5 for me, please." <laughs> He's like, "Okay," and he went to GameStop and bought GTA 5 for me. <clears throat> so. Yeah, don't don't try to buy a game when you're uh, not old enough. And I think actually something really funny was Game Cycle. I think we were still sixteen at the time. I went and I bought like Skyrim or something, and they just sold it to me. But then Radberry went in and tried buying the same game. They wouldn't sell it to him. <laughs> and then like he actually called out and said, "You sold him a game," and then he's only sixteen. It's like, well, that was then, and this is now. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> They pick and
3: choose who they want to do stuff. GameStop employees are just the biggest assholes you can meet. And I don't know why. Like, where is this entitlement coming from, sir? Behind the counter of a GameStop? Like, I'm, I'm talking to you, listener, who probably works at a GameStop and has a GameStop rewards membership card for no apparent reason. Why are you such an ass? Fix your shit. Yeah, you're, you're, just, you're just at a GameStop, dude. Give me my plushie and get out of my way. <laughs>
0: Jeez. Man, I um uh, I think they did upsell me one time on something and I and it fucked me. I end up uh I bought a physical version of the evil within for three sixty. they're like, Do you want the season pass? It's only like fifteen more bucks. And I went, sure, and I never beat the game so I can never play DLC. So that, that was, was cool. Just, that was
3: just that wasn't an upsell. I mean, that was a no, choice.
0: No, they they were like, Yeah, you want the DLC? I'm like, I guess. <laughs> or season pass, I guess. I'm sorry. I feel, I'm sorry. Let me take. Well, you know, I also should have known. I should have known in hindsight. You know, 2020 hindsight, that game would be hard as shit. Of course, I wasn't gonna beat it. <laughs> I still haven't beaten it to this day. I want to. I got Game Pass. I should get it and try to beat it. After I beat the other five million games, I need to play.
3: Yeah, I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima, um, Evil 4 VR for the
1: thirtieth time.
0: Uh, yeah, or VR for the 30th time. I had to play it on the same difficulty, but with Ashley wearing armor and me wearing a Trilby, or a Fedora, or whatever. Totally different experience. Totally different.
3: <clears throat> I hear it. at least the reloads, the experience is different.
0: Yeah. Yeah, depending on what gun, yeah. You know, Sometimes you have to load it in from the top of the gun, sometimes the bottom of the gun, sometimes the side of the gun. It just depends. You know, you never know. I don't know. I should, I should just do a new game plus on Professional and uh, upgrade all my weapons and see how, how they all are when it's fully upgraded. To see who, you know, I can fuck everyone up. It'd be awesome. Do it. With a case full of ammo. Yeah, I should. I should. I should avoid... That's what I'm doing with Village. Doing
3: village, you're going to get, like, all the ammo, like, the unlimited ammo and stuff like that um, for some of the weapons, so then I can just, like, unload
0: on everybody. So- Slightly off-topic, since you mentioned Village, I don't know if you've- you beaten Village or was playing it?
3: Yeah, I've beaten Village like three times.
0: Really? Well, that's more than me then. I only beat it once. I pulled some horseshit with, like, mines. Mines were, like, my favorite weapon in the game. Every boss, first thing I would do, pull out my mines, I would run around the perimeter and just throw down mines. And then I would, like, lure the boss over to all the mines. The so that the Run them over. Yeah. <laughs> no judgment. I mean, how you win is like, how you win. Like, like, the guy with the giant hammer towards the end of the game, I did that. And, I would, and he would do, like, this lunge attack. And he was literally, like, his hammer was an inch for my face. But then when he jumped, he, like, landed on the mine that was standing right behind. And he, it, like, staggered him. And I went, sweet. And I just shot him in the face with a shotgun. And he ended up dying. And I was like, great. Mines are just the greatest. And then Miranda, I died twice because I didn't have time. Like, I tried twice to run around the perimeter dropping mines, but she would kill me <laughs> because <laughs> her attacks are bullshit. And you just, well, because she's got like magic powers. So, like, I mean, they all, they all to have to avoid powers. Maybe not magic. It's like whatever. Super it's science. The fun- it's the moss
3: or fungus? The mold. Or they...
0: the yeah, mold, the mold. Yeah.
3: I'm like, who are, yeah. who's scared of mold? But then well, it's like, it's basically it's the black magic,
0: mold. right? I mean, because now yeah. Rose has freaking magic powers. Well, which that's not yeah, what the about. It's really stupid. You know,
3: spoiler warning for a game that came out for God knows how long ago. Um, yeah, two there's years, like a little. Yeah, it's an Easter egg that came out the end. If you, watch it, if you watch the trailer, I mean, the
0: end credits go all the way through. Yeah, is he coming back? That's what I'm yeah, trying to say. I know, he's, I know he's what, he's what you're. Around. Yeah, I know. I know what you're. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mm. I think. I think it'd be better if he stayed dead. But uh, yeah, because then his death means something, right? Like he died for his daughter. To I mean, come I, back. I. listened to this uh, gaming podcast, and they were like, "Yeah, I don't connect with him at all because he's really stupid." And I was like, "Yeah, but he's a regular guy. I connect with him.
2: He's just <laughs> normal men.
0: Yeah, that's why I like him because I was like, he's not a freaking. He's not Chris Redfield steroid taking, boulder punching super soldier. He's just a guy." I appreciate
3: Dennis, that. I like when Chris just punches you. <laughs> just,
0: just straight God, because oh my do you God. like when do game. you like when you kill fucking what's his face and he goes, Chris, you boulder punching asshole.
3: <laughs> so my favorite boss that, that kind of makes sense, and I feel like if maybe if we teamed up, we probably would have been better off. Was God the dude that kind of sounds like this? And he has, like, the glasses in his
0: hat. Yeah, Heisenberg. It's that guy. Heisenberg. Yeah, the guy I was just mentioning.
3: Yeah. yeah. Heisenberg. Like, he just – and there's, like, a gigantic fan dude in the basement that he yep. throws you and that shoots yep. fire.
0: And yep. I'm like, how do I beat this guy? It was – that one that, – that one you – got, You got to shoot the exhaust. You got to get behind him and shoot the exhaust. Yeah, it's I didn't know that for a while. And I was just like – I no joke. I kept, like, <laughs> just like,
3: maybe if I shoot him enough, his propeller will fall off. And no, oh that doesn't that, that was like 45 minutes of hell, because that's not how that worked.
0: <sighs> my lord. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Naud, you got any games? game store stories? Sorry.
2: <laughs> no, you're good. Um, my game sp- store experiences that I remember for the most part um, are in a different type of game store, but I will get into that shortly. Um, more along the lines of what you were talking about, I did a lot of GameStop shopping back in the early days actually. Um I very famously traded in about half of my PSP collection for what was it? It was the original Dead Island. Um specifically the $70 oh, no. version. Oh, it's the first time I've ever been disappointed in a pre-order bonus because it came with like I think just, like, an extra weapon, and it was honestly a pretty <laughs> sucky weapon, because obviously they're not going to give, like, a super mega cool awesome weapon behind a pre-order, because otherwise everybody's like, oh, it's pay to win, I can't believe they did that, minute, 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 minute. It was like a baseball bat with, like, a buzzsaw attached to it or something, and, like, mm-hmm. for levels one through three, it felt great. For literally anything past level three, which is... 90 percent of the campaign um it was awful so i stopped using it very early on and also like eh, i i felt very overwhelmed by dead island and dead island 2 comes out at some point this week and i have Finally, a code this is, week like, super duper i think so if oh, not shit. this week then very soon yeah it's oh, like coming God. out pretty soon and i have a I have a friend who's like omega oh, excited for it at work and I'm like trying to be happy for him but I'm just like I don't know. Who
0: is this it guy? might be
2: more of the same.
0: Yeah, I beat the mean... Island 1 and it was it was fine. But it's it's fine. Yeah.
2: yeah, that that yeah, I just I I never had the heart to finish it cuz I was like this is just okay and I traded away actually quite a few games that I really enjoyed on my PSP for this, but, like, the PSP was a dying creature at that point in time, because the Vita had been out. It's a a zombie game. It's super repetitive. It is the zombie game ever, yes. Um, (laughs) I traded the other half of my PSP collection, save for some that were downloaded and I literally couldn't trade, and then, like, a few discs that I just literally refused to let go of because I cherished them Um, for Skyrim in 2011, which Radberry told me a million times over no, don't get it, this is going to be an ass game, literally nobody's going to play it, like, people won't even be talking about it in a few years he has more hours in Skyrim than I do he has more (laughs) hours in Skyrim on that very first disc that I had because I have, I've bought Skyrim like three times um Though okay. my brother bought me it once because that first, very first disc that I had, he gave to somebody he was talking to to borrow. And then, like, within a week, she literally moved to Florida. And I was never going to see that shit again, obviously, at that point. I was really mad at him for it because, you know, it's not a cheap game. And I uh, sold half my PSP collection for it to GameStop who probably, at that point, just threw them in the garbage because they weren't actively selling PSP stuff anymore. My favorite GameStop was in a mall um, that no longer exists. Real ones know where I'm talking about. I miss that mall. I have so many good memories there. Yeah,
0: we had a a surprise birthday party party for me. Yeah, you guy's playing the surprise party for me, and Radberry brought a game of Monopoly, he forgot it, and then we never saw it again. (laughs) And
2: and we were literally the only people in that mall, basically, except for the workers that entire time. Um, So you're telling me there's a person out there
3: who has a stolen Monopoly game?
0: Well, I thought they had a big estate sale. I thought about going there and looking for it so you could Interesting go there and buying it back. I thought I never did, but um I think someone released a video well someone released a video of like a documentary on that mall, which is pretty funny. Uh but it's like a really high quality. Like like yeah. what stores like it started with and then they closed down and eventually just
2: Well it's it's really funny because that like they've that that land has been development hell for years i think they might be building like townhomes and like some corporate uh, buildings think, over there or something I like that now
0: officially uh, the city has bought it and they are going to put more medical stuff because it's over by the medical bank of the city so uh, they're gonna put more yeah. medical buildings over there because i think burlington finally closed down because all that was left was medical no. factory and they officially closed down too
2: they really did damn i was just gonna talk about how those fuckers were somehow still in business it had yep, to be yep, laundry yeah yeah. it so had every to be laundry sing-
0: <laughs> so like every single store. part of the mall well so this mall i guess now is what is turning into real quick they basically like everything was closing down and they wanted to bring business to the mall so they moved the driver's license because we have two dmvs here which is fucking stupid one for license plates and one for driver's license they moved the driver's license one into the mall, but all it made was a giant line outside of this one part of the mall, you know, where everyone was trying to get their driver's license renewed, and every other part was dead. Um, still fun to visit. They had, like, even though no one was there, like, the food court was still going, so you could just, like, walk up and just, you know, buy food. <laughs> it, was, it was really weird. Um, yeah.
2: But... Yeah, so there's that. Um, I think I went to the stores that you were talking about maybe once with uh, with Radberry,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, and they were they were pretty cool. I liked them. Um, my experiences with gaming stores are actually more so with card and board, like what I call card and board shops. Um, or most people, I believe, call them um, L, yeah, yeah, LTTGs, your local your local tabletop game store. Um, like I, starting with my like sophomore, maybe junior year of high school, spent some nights in um, one of the local ones. It doesn't exist anymore, um, but. <clears throat> It was, uh, like, I know the name, but now I don't know if I should say it. (laughs) Um, But it was a (laughs) card and board shop. They had Friday Night Magic the Gathering Um, there. He called Radberry and his group of friends and and I that all hung out there. Um, like, seat fillers, essentially, like, the boss several times over, because they would come in and play, like, a lot of them would come in and play all the time, but not really buy stuff, because they would just get it off, like, whatever cards they wanted off of Amazon. Mm
0: -hmm. But, like,
2: (laughs) they did still bring business to him, because he, likes. also had, like, drinks that he sold, so they bought lots of those while playing... So probably not as big of a return as he would get on the cards. Um, there's also this dude that he like really, really particularly had beef with, that like made proxy cards. Which proxy cards um, are things in Magic that you can use in place of like official cards, but you need to own the official card. It's essentially like the equivalent of. Like, an emulator. Like, you can legally emulate games as long as you own the physical copy of said game and can prove it. Um, In tournaments, though, we weren't really... Well, some of them were playing in tournaments. I wasn't. I did not have anywhere near good enough decks for that. But (laughs) he would essentially, like, put custom art and foils on the front of cards. And the owner of the shop fucking hated him for that for some particular reason, so always fought with that dude anytime he came in. Like, wouldn't kick him out, because obviously he would buy a shit ton of cards to make the proxies out of.
0: Is it who I think it is?
2: I, I don't know. I'm not sure if I...
0: Would I have known I, him? I don't...
2: I, I mean, if you ever went to the game store with us, maybe. But I'm not like not he wasn't like a school. Like I don't think he was in school. I think he was like a random, just like twenty something that, just,
3: oh, oh no,
2: yeah, hung out with us because <laughs> he probably didn't realize a lot of us were kids. Um, and an older guy hanging
0: out with the young boys. <laughs> <laughs> the game same, store experience. <laughs> same thing in college.
2: Uh, there's a few different tabletop oh. area, uh, game stores in my area um, one of which doesn't exist anymore and was a chain and it was called Gamers Heaven um, they that was, that was a big game store actually because it not just had like tabletop and card game stuff and I mean like it, it wasn't a warehouse necessarily but it was one of those like big corporate buildings that you always pass on uh, like the freeway and you're like huh I wonder what's in there <laughs> uh, without actually like knowing what goes on in there it, it was in one of those types of buildings um, and there's literally like corporate <laughs> buildings like fucking flanking it on either side they always like gave weird looks at people that came into the store but that store had uh, oh my god like every console probably imaginable um, and I wouldn't be surprised if there were some that didn't even exist yet. There were there were like famicoms and shit, like stuff from like not that never released in the United States. Like the I'm honestly shocked that they were trying to sell some of these things because I'm like, why would you not just hold on to these? Though I will get into that in a second, because their business practices were very curious to me. I have to this day a magic card that in its original white border, which I w- is what I have, was worth like twenty five, thirty ish dollars, and they gave it to me for five. And they like I asked, I was like, "Are you, are you, are you sure about that?" And he's like, "Yeah, no, we ran it in our system. It's worth five dollars." And I'm like, "I don't know what fucking system you're basing your cards off, but like, oh, <laughs> should I should have." Like I obviously wasn't gonna ask for Jace, um, the Mind Sculptor, whatever that one card that everybody always goes for, because I'm like surely that would have been the one card. They're like, yeah, okay, like da, 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 da. our system is smart love about it. that one. But it was it was crazy. Um, he they also had like, oh man, I wish Soybean was still in the Discord because he would love this part in particular. They had a lot of hentai games in that store and that oh, made God. me a little weirded out and he was like I I hung out with like a lot of uh, weebs my freshman year of college which shouldn't surprise you but also like <laughs> was was what it was but anytime we would go in he would specifically target one or two of my friends in that friend group and try to get them to buy those games from him, just like, hey, I, I, uh, I, I know you want this, and just it was, it was really weird. I, it was, it was really weird. Anyways, that one closed down, probably because you know they're giving away thirty, forty dollar cards for five dollars, and trying to get anyone that they think could realistically buy hentai games to buy hentai games. But yeah, those are mostly my game store (laughs) stories i
0: guess yeah oh fantastic
1: yeah my brother used to be really into or i guess he may still be into. i don't think he is as much um but he decided that he wanted to get into at least pokemon card collection so he had a local uh, game store that he spent a lot of time and money at and uh we wouldn't play the game, but he would. Uh, he uh, look at some of the ones that people had resold back at, and look at getting. Um, but yeah, he was just into the Pokemon card scene, and I recall that one year for Christmas, I actually got him. Um, they're not legit Pokemon cards, um, but they're um, like done in the original style of the uh, of the first release of a uh, Charizard, Blastoise, and Venusaur. But they're done with wood and resin, Ooh. and uh, the, it cost me a pretty penny. But uh, yeah, I, I got those for him for Christmas that year,
2: and uh, he really likes them. My brother and I had growing up the um, McDonald's like gold-plated Pokemon, like the Pokemon movie McDonald's promotion where they had like gold-plated cards that came like in like a collectible Pokeball thing. And I think half of them were mine, half of them were his. But he, at some point, like sold all of them without telling me when we still lived together even. And it made me really, really mad. I kind of want to get all of them again someday because they were really, really cool. It was like the Charizard, Power Pikachu. you. Yeah, I think there was a Mew one. Yeah, yeah, they're like they're gold plated and like they're from McDonald's. They're gold plated. They came in like a, like a little tiny cardboard box and like a Pokeball. Like a Pokeball held the card essentially. They were collectors items, because for some reason in the middle of, like the late '90s, McDonald's really got into making collectors items for a while. That you could get in the drive-through. I have no fucking clue why, but they did. (laughs) And the Pokemon movie was one of those.
0: I think we're gonna go ahead and call it because I'm tired and soybean's gone. So, if you have listened to the podcast, do stuff
1: with tits and
0: hentai. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um, if you've listened to the podcast at all, uh, we thank you. Very, very much. It's been a very, very fun time. Got to talk about a lot of different gaming, cartoon, hentai things. Got to discover the wonders of Netflix and all the shit that they throw on there. Absolutely <laughs> incredible and horrible. Uh, nothing ever topped Trash Truck, unfortunately. But
1: I, I was mean, about to ask that question. If you had to
0: <sighs> rank them all in the... Uh... In uh, uh, in the sequence, trash truck is one. What would be two and three? Uh, let me go ahead and pull up my list real quick because I did write this down. Uh, blah, blah, blah. uh there are six. So uh, number yeah, one, just give six. me two and three. <laughs> well, I mean, there's only six. Number one was what trash truck. Uh, number two was Go Dog Go. Um, number three was Kitty Cats. The only reason Kitty Cats is number E-wow. three is because the catchphrases. Uh. <laughs> It is a better show if it wasn't for the catchphrases. Uh, number four was Tayo, uh, the little bus. Five was Gecko's garage, and number six was the toilet shitter himself, Blippi.
1: <laughs> the the only heard of, never watched.
0: <laughs> the only heard of, never watched. Um, based on what I saw, it was very disgusting. So, yeah, um, our episodes will always be here. And you ever want to go back and listen to them? Always be here. As I mentioned, uh, we're going to be going on a hiatus. Um, the week before um, Cheat Barbecue Day, uh, we will be releasing our road trip special, which uh, each of us gets to pick a topic and host for an hour at a time with some fun road trip songs in between. So it'll be a four to five hour amazing road trip experience to help you with um you know driving to your first vacation destination for the 2023 summer year yeah i don't know i'm tired yeah pretty pretty much so uh so yeah if uh if you want to send your thank yous and goodbyes uh hiatus uh, email braincellpod at gmail.com. And uh, if we get enough, then maybe we'll uh, collab with uh, Two Beers in the Barns. I imagine they're still looking <laughs> for collaborators. <clears throat> we will bring back the podcast if we if we collaborate with them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so um, I've been your host, Exotic uh, Grand, Dodge Grand Caravan minivan.
1: I continue to be the second host, Lightfire53, the token Canadian. Our third host, who is no longer with us, but it is our lovable EJ Soybean, the uh, pursuer of Poon.
2: All right, nerds, (laughs) the lights are out and the party's over. It's time for us at the podcast to start running and say goodbye for a little while. And I know you're going to miss us, so we'll leave you with this. You know that big ball of radiation we call the sun? Well, it'll burst you into flames if you stay in one place too long. That is, if you don't let the static get you first. So remember, even if you're dusted, you may be gone. But out here in the desert, your shadow lives on without you. This is, for the very last time, at least for the hiatus. Unless somebody of my name returns, as per the recurring bit. Signara, Signing off. I would have back on the world.